It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. I'm Jimmy Fallon. I'm Ainsley Earhart. I'm Bill Hemmer, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, February 16th, 2024. I'm John Saucier. True bravery might be standing up for what you know is right, despite also knowing it could mean the end for you. We saw an example of that this week when we learned about the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. He'd been locked up in a tough Russian penal colony up near the Arctic Circle and had made some big noise in Russia about the dilemmas of the current status quo there. He was an anti-corruption crusader bringing the truth to his people. He's very popular. And that's certainly one reason why Vladimir Putin decided it was time to kill him. This is the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. President Biden speaking on Friday on the death of Russian opposition leader Alexei Navalny. It says you aren't going to get the real story about his death from the Russians. Russian authorities are going to tell their own story. But make no mistake. Make no mistake. Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Navalny, only 47 years old, was the leader of the Russia of the Future Party. His future looked bleak in 2020 when he was poisoned with a Soviet-era nerve agent. He did recover, though, and continued his work until he was locked up again in Russia. Word out of Moscow was that he was out for a walk Friday, felt unwell, and then lost consciousness. That directly from the Russian Federal Penitentiary Service, but... Do you buy that? First of all, no, I'm not shocked that Vladimir Putin's corrupt dictatorship uh, murdered Navalny. We're speaking today with Fox News contributor, former CIA chief of station Dan Hoffman. I'm a little bit uh, surprised that he chose now. You get to do that once. And uh, so Vladimir Putin has played that card. And I didn't expect that he would do that now. But look, Russian elections are, are coming up 15 to 17 March. And Vladimir Putin did this, I believe, at least, based on his past behavior, because he wants to demonstrate to his own followers, his security services and the population writ large, that if anyone even thinks about betraying him, they will suffer the gravest of consequences. Yeah, I guess so. Is there any doubt whatsoever that this wasn't Putin? Like, maybe potential health issues with Navalny? We know he'd been fasting at certain points in opposition and protest of his being jailed. He's been moved to a number of different locations. He was in a penal colony at the time. Of course, his case has been uh, reviewed more and more. He's been getting more and more years on his sentence. Any thought, Dan, that this actually might have been a legitimate death and not something to do with Vladimir Putin? Well, there's Soviet-style Siberian gulag, there's no such thing as anything legitimate, especially not in Russia's uh, very arbitrary penal system. There's no rule of law there. So is it possible that it was it was an accident, uh, that perhaps Vladimir Putin and his cronies didn't want to happen? I doubt that. I'm quite sure that they were tracking Navalny's health very, very closely, and that uh, Putin decided uh, that at a time and place of Vladimir Putin's choosing when Alexei Navalny would meet his demise. That's my assessment. Now, nothing is certain. Uh, when I worked at the CIA, I always used to say this is, my, this is my assessment with some level of confidence, low, medium, or high. I would say I have a high level of confidence in what I just said. 
Yeah, President Biden did speak pretty quickly after the news of this came out. He said he doesn't know exactly what happened, but also hinted that, you know, this was the handiwork of Russia's Vladimir Putin. But earlier, at least in the past, the President Biden has also said that Putin would pay if Navalny died. What do you think the United States can actually do about this? Should they do anything? President Biden said that uh, in Geneva in 2021, April 2021, before Russia invaded Ukraine. So... A lot has happened since then, and uh, we're enabling Ukraine, uh, at least for now, to carry on their righteous war against Vladimir Putin's murderous army. And uh, as far as what else we can do, I'm not sure what else is on the table for the United States. I would say this. Vladimir Putin is holding a number of American citizens, including Wall Street Journal reporter Evan Gershkevich and and Paul Whelan. And... We've got to be gravely concerned about the potential for them to suffer harm uh, where they're being held in, in less than uh, it, it's such awful, uh, horrific Russian jail, which where they're denied medical care. They're denied uh, the nutrition that they need and are in the case of Whalen, uh, He's been attacked by by other prisoners. And in Vladimir Putin's world, the price that he wants to extract from the United States to secure their freedom has just gone up. Vladimir Putin is trying to extort us. And with Navalny having died in, in one of these jails, uh, Vladimir Putin is certainly aware that, that the families of Paul Whelan and Evan will be uh, contacting the Biden administration again and saying, hey, we need to get our, our, our family members out before they suffer the same fate as Navalny. And that's just in Vladimir Putin's awfully nightmarish world that's actually a good thing for vladimir putin and makes our job that much more difficult to secure the freedom of our fellow american citizens one of vladimir putin's biggest critics inside of russia has just died and just before an election there in russia the death of alexei navalny is being seen by many world leaders as an assassination with the russian political elites namely president vladimir putin cracking down on anyone who would oppose them we're talking about it today with former CIA chief of station and current Fox News contributor Dan Hoffman. We'll have much more coming your way next. What do you know about Navalny, Dan? I mean, here in the United States, we do recognize the name. We know he was the Russian opposition leader, the main voice against Vladimir Putin there in Russia. Just how much support did he have in that country, though? And how much of a thorn in the side to Putin was he? So he had a lot of support. He ran for mayor back in 2013. And even in that kind of corrupt election was able to secure 27 percent of the vote, which is pretty good. Uh, you know, before he was imprisoned, uh, it, the latest time in, in, in January 2021, he had over six million YouTube followers. He's an anti, he, you know, he was publicizing uh, all of Vladimir Putin's corruption and, and former President Medvedev's corruption. Of Putin's palatial estate on the Black Sea. There was a big movie about that that Navalny produced. Uh, he was an anti-corruption crusader, bringing the truth to his people. He's very popular. And that's certainly one reason why Vladimir Putin decided it was time to kill him. But again, I think Vladimir Putin chose to do it because he wanted to demonstrate to his own people that if you get out of line, this is what happens to you. Uh, the horrific story. Navalny was 47 years old. He had been poisoned with that banned chemical nerve agent in, in August of 2020 uh, and, and was revived after being uh, in a coma by by german uh doctors and made his own he made his own way back to russia it was his choice knowing full well his fate and he was arrested immediately at the airport and god bless him he saw a, a larger cause there to serve his country 
uh, and be a defender of liberty and freedom, all the things that are denied to Russians, and he gave his life for that. And uh, we should really, I think, all of us take a moment to ponder what sort of a Democrat with a small d uh, Navalny was. Yeah, absolutely. The man recognized that this was something much bigger than himself, and he, you know, really demonstrated that by going back to Russia, as you said, knowing that he most likely would have been jailed and maybe even killed. And that's exactly what happened. We're speaking with Dan Hoffman, Fox News contributor, former CIA chief of station. Other news about Russia this week, Dan, about a new threat, a new possible weapon that Russia has. The White House has spoken about this, as have many other politicians on Capitol Hill, some sort of anti-satellite weapon. Now, we've heard this doesn't pose a threat to the ground, but could pose a threat to some of our satellites in space. What are you hearing about this? Well, from what we know, it is it is a Russian military capability that is under development but not yet deployed to put a nuclear weapon in space and target our vulnerable satellites. But honestly, I wish the Biden administration, specifically the president today, I wish he and, and his national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, would stop trying to reassure us that it's not a big deal and instead highlight the fact that Russia is, Vladimir Putin refers to the United States as Russia's main enemy. Russia's our adversary. We should be ringing alarm bells about how serious the threat is. We should be pressing for the Congress. My goodness, please return to work. We need you. We need to pass that Ukraine supplemental. But moreover, we need you on the watch doing your job at this perilous time in our history. That's what the Biden administration ought to be saying more forcefully, in my opinion, at least. Uh, get back to work, everybody. we got a lot of work to do, and we need bipartisan consensus from Democrats and Republicans to get the job done. I'm sorry, you know, Speaker Johnson, you have a, like a two-person majority, and you just it's not going to be possible for him to govern as if he had a hundred-person majority. It's just not like that. You're going to have to make compromises with Democrats, and I think the American people want that. They expect that, and I don't think he's going to suffer, or, or the Republican Party would suffer, by making those sorts of uh, compromise deals. But man, our national security is very much uh, at, under threat, under siege right now. And, and uh, Russia is the centerpiece. You know, we've got China, North Korea and Iran to worry about as well. But Russia's an ally of those three evildoers. And uh, we need to we need to help Ukraine take the fight to, to the Russian invaders. Yeah, a lot of that funding for our allies overseas held up in Congress right now. It seems like the Senate and the House, they really can't get on board. One more for you, Dan, and it has to do with some comments by Russia's Vladimir Putin this week. He says he wants to see Joe Biden back in office for another four years. Good thing or bad thing for Biden? How do you assess uh, Putin's comments on the 2024 presidential election? Yeah, I don't put any stock in anything Putin says. It's all subterfuge, disinformation, propaganda, lies. That's what he does. And if anybody wants to enjoy that, if that's how you want to spend your time, there's plenty of opportunities to listen to him give interviews in Russian or, you know, translate it into English. But, uh, look, he's out to influence, not inform. And uh, whatever he was saying, I wouldn't take any of it at face value. That's why we have the CIA, where I served for many years and focused on Russia, because if you want to know what Vladimir Putin's thinking, we've got to steal secrets, recruit spies and then deliver the intelligence to the president and his advisors and to House and Senate oversight committees so they can make good, smart, educated decisions about our foreign policy. We don't have spies, but we do have you, Dan Hoffman, former CIA chief of station, Fox News contributor. Dan, always great to speak with you. Thanks for joining us on the Fox News Rundown Evening Edition podcast. My pleasure. Have a great weekend, everyone. 
You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. And now, stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. Listen ad-free on Fox News Podcasts Plus on Apple Podcasts. And Prime members can listen to the show ad-free on Amazon Music. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. I'm Charles Payne. Listen to my Unstoppable Prosperity podcast so I can get you making money right now. Whether stocks are hitting new all-time highs or in freefall mode, opportunities abound. So why are so many potential investors still sitting on the sidelines? In a new season of my podcast, I'm going to get you in the game. After 38 years on Wall Street, I'm ready to impart some lessons and get you invested in the greatest wealth-generating machine in history. Listen anytime, everywhere at foxbusinesspodcast.com or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.